Thank you for listening to this podcast. The Ville Church provides all its resources for free. If you have been blessed by this ministry, please consider giving financially. For more information on how to give and other resources, please visit www.deville.church. Good morning, family. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for just allowing us to come before you uh, corporately, virtually. Lord, we just honor you today because you have been so good and so kind. And we adore you and we exalt you. Lord, have your way right now as we dive into your scriptures. Allow us to apply this word and the words of life to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn your Bibles with me to 1 Corinthians chapter number 13. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter number 13. Uh, truly, it's an honor to just be before you guys today, uh, just to declare the good news, the gospel. I want to read and exalt the scriptures today. But before reading the text, I want to submit and I want you to submit your thoughts, your heart, your mind, your soul, your will, your words, your statistics, your analytics, your surveys, the books that you have been reading, um, the videos that you're watching, but most of all, your emotions to the almighty God. Why? I'm glad you asked because scripture is king. After reading the text today, I would like us to lament for 30 seconds. And during this time, uh, I would like those of you who can to hold your breath for 30 seconds. If you are able to, of course, but lamenting all that this world, all that this country, all that the people is dealing with. But back to the text, 1 Corinthians chapter number 13, and I'm going to read in your hearing and read along from home. The text says, if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burnt, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not ir irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. 
As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. <clears throat> For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Before we begin our 30 seconds, let me uh, uh, read Psalms 46 and 10 uh, for liturgy. Scripture says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Begin. Now let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Leading us to today's focus again and subject, love above everything. Love above everything. The text is built and constructed by Paul, the apostle Paul, displaying and writing about a more excellent way love is the way this text defines love in its fullest meaning true love to man from god and true love from man to god without love the most glorious gifts we found out are nothing in the text paul distinctively highlights three things in the text. First, by showing the necessity of love. Second, by giving a description and characteristics of love. And third, by showing how much love excels and exceeds the best of gifts and other gifts and grace that he gives us. By the continuance of love, when the gifts are no longer in existence in the end. In this sermon, I want to share five major points to illuminate the scripture today. And by the end, hopefully, we will have a better understanding of God's love and how much it means to us that believe, but also to the person watching and listening that hasn't fully trusted in Jesus to be your savior. 
And for the sake of time, I won't read all of the, 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 the verses over for the sake of time. But chapter number 13, verses 1 through 3, leads us to point number 1. Point 1 is you must have L-O-V-E. You must have L-O-V-E. What does that spell? Love. Paul states that if love doesn't reside, whatever comes out of his mouth is noise. Every word sounds like a gong or a cymbal, not only to his ears, but to the ears of others. Paul identifies spiritual giftings in verse 2. He mentions prophetic powers, understanding mysteries, and having all knowledge. And I quote, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, he says, I am nothing. Wow. Thereby supporting point number one, you must have love. He says, I am nothing. Here is a statement of humility to self-identify what you are if love doesn't exist in your life. Simply nothing. Wow. When I was reading this, I, I rehearsed this and I, and, I, and I gave myself some affirmation. And I said, I am nothing without love. And I need you to understand that you are nothing without love. And we are nothing without love but let me remind you love is the way love above everything in verse 3 it points to the fact that even with being a giver or generosity exudes from your pores you're just such a big giver or or making the major sacrifices of life as Paul states, if I deliver my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Two things, two, two fragments, uh, two segments of a word. I am nothing and I gain nothing if I don't have love. If you don't possess love, you are simply nothing and you gain nothing. Verses number four through seven leads us to point number two. And point number two is what is love <clears throat> and what love is not. What is love and what love is not. I like this, these verses. It says love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Wow. Let me quote Dr. Tony Evans. He asks and imposes this question in his quote. He says, what does love look like? What does it look like? Paul explains what love does and what it does not do. 
Biblical love is the decision, not merely a feeling. It's compassionately out of concern for someone else, righteously based on God's standards and sacrificially given to meet a need, seeking the well-being of another. Jesus said it best to love our neighbor. Quote. Love is patient. Love is kind. When I made self-application of this, I thought about how patient and kind God has been and is to me. Just take a second and think about how patient and kind God has been to you. We don't deserve God's grace, but he continues to lavish us with his grace. What is God's grace? I'm glad you asked. Grace is unmerited mercy and favor that God gave to humanity by sending his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross. Therefore, securing man's eternal salvation from sin. What love is, we're reminded again, what love is. That's the ultimate love that God displayed in grace. What love is, love, what love is patient, kind. It rejoices in truth, it bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love should define your character. Love should define your morality. Love should define the community you reside in, your society. Love should define you. Are you defined by love? And if not, it should define you. What love is not, it does not envy. Love does not envy, love does not boast. It is not arrogant, it is not rude. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing. This is the epitome of a selfless God, a righteous God, a God of justice, and a holy God, a God of love. Love above everything. Verses 8 through 10 leads us to point number three. Love is perpetual. Love is perpetual. Love never ends. Love is perpetuated and demonstrated through Jesus, our Savior. Everything will come to an end. Everything will cease and stop. The hate, the isms, and the schisms of this world and society will end once the perfect comes. By perfect, Paul in the text is referring to spiritual maturity. The more a person grows in spiritual maturity, the less dependent one is on the gifts. No gift is greater than love. Nothing we possess is greater than the love of Jesus. 
Make Jesus Lord of your life. Make Jesus King of your life. Make him your escape. Make him your joy. Jesus has the ability to bring completion to your life today because God's love is perpetual. Love above everything. Verses 11 through 12 leads us to point four and it reads, love matures. Love matures. I like these. It says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. Wow. <clears throat> The love that matures is the one that God demonstrated to us by sending his son, Jesus Christ, into this world. And we have a responsibility to mature and reflect his love to our neighbors. His love to us matures us in a vertical posture. And then we express maturity to, in love and by loving our neighbors in a horizontal way. His love towards us is vertical. Our love towards our neighbors is horizontal. Therefore, making the cross here on the earth. Can I ask you a question? Does your life re reflect mature love? Does your life reflect mature love yes think about it put the mirror up and what do you see who do you see do you see love are your words seasoned with love are your thoughts seasoned with love I know you don't understand. I, I, know, I, know, I know you don't understand everything around you, but is it graced with love? Do you reflect on how God loved you, thereby causing you to love others, right or wrong? Chapter, uh, chapter 13, verses 13. Leads us to our fifth point. Point number five is love above all. Love above all. 13 says, so now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Point five again, love above all. Is faith a bad thing? No. It led me down and led me to a special hymn when I read this verse and studied this verse. And faith is not a bad thing. It's actually what we need uh, uh, every day. Faith. 
but it led me to a hymn called My Faith Looks Up to Thee. Can I read a little bit of, of, of the hymn? The words is, my faith looks up to thee, thou Lamb of Calvary, Savior divine. Now hear me while I pray. Take all my guilt away. Oh, let me from this day be holy thine. May thy rich grace impart strength to my fainting heart. My zeal inspire as thou hast died for me. Oh, may my love to thee, pure, warm, and chainless, changeless be a living fire. While life's dark maze I tread and griefs around me spread, be thou my God, bid darkness turn to day, wipe sorrow's tears away, nor let me ever stray from thee aside. All through life's transient dream, until death's sullen stream shall o'er me roll, blessed Savior with thy love. Fear and distrust remove. Make me thy grace to prove. Transform my soul. Powerful. Is hope bad? Absolutely not. It also led me to a hymn. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood. In his righteousness, I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. All of the ground is sinking sand. Great faith, hope, great. It says, so now faith, hope, and love abide these three but the greatest of these is love love over everything the gospel is summed up by God's love for us his people a chosen generation we didn't have a choice because he chose us before the foundations of the world before the foundation of the world he chose you and he still chose you today no matter what but he displayed it according to John 3:16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him today should not perish but have eternal life. Listen, people, God loves you. And I want you to display love. Make scripture king. Exalt the word. Allow the scripture to just saturate your life and your heart today. In Jesus' name. Let me pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this opportunity. Uh, that you have given me, Lord, to steward it properly. Lord, I pray that those that are watching today or even listening to a podcast of this message, uh, would, life would never be the same because of your love that you have given and displayed for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Amen. Hey, be blessed. I love you guys. Peace out. Enjoy the rest of your day.